And by the way, in your life, it only takes one moment to change your life. One day, one decision. Did I say that earlier? I think I did. Yeah? I'll prove it to you. That's Ed Milet. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Hello, and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Hope you all had a great weekend and are ready to jump into today's Clips with an episode with returning speaker, entrepreneur, New York Times bestselling author, and top podcast host Ed Milet back on the show. And today he is here to shake us. He is here to jolt us and to wake us up from the trance of everyday life. And he's here to inspire us to. Tap into that untapped potential that we all have deep within us. And to illustrate this, he's going to share a story, a really great story, about what he did to help his son do just that. Here's Ed Milet. Enjoy. Let me prove it to you. I'm going to tell you about my son. Here's my son. (laughs) That's me and Max. Got a golf course. Is that up there? Yeah. Uh, I love my son. He's my favorite. Now that my dad's gone, my my favorite man in the world is my son. His name's Maximus. I named him after Gladiator. Every day of his life, by the way. He just did a podcast. I said, Maximus, you're a leader. You're a champion. You're a gladiator. You're the greatest of all time. I've told him that over and over and over again in his life. Bella Boo, my daughter. Bella, daddy loves you. You're a superstar. You're hilarious. You're funny. You're brilliant. You're amazing. I tell her that, and I tell her that one more time. I told her that when I was cutting her cord. I told Max when I was cutting his cord, Maximus, you're a gladiator. You're a leader. You're a champion. You're the greatest of all time, buddy. And he believes that. Challenge is, God gave me the most uncoordinated child in the history of the world. I'm going to be real with you. My boy is 21 years old last month. His mother and I have no idea whether he is left or right-handed today. Still haven't figured it out. So I watched him strike out 50 times a year left-handed, 50 times. I've watched him eat a fly ball right in the face with a glove on the right hand. We're like, all right, we'll switch it up, Max. Bam, right in the grill again with the other hand. I watched him play an entire basketball season where he scored two points. Second to last game, he went up for a rebound. He thought the guy made the basket. So he turns to run down the court the other way. The rebound hits him in the grill and the top of the head bounces into the basket. My kid is running down, crooked down, like he just did a 360 dunk. It's the only basket he's ever made in his life. In golf, he played lefty and righty. In fact, for years, he had, at the same time, in the same golf bag, some left-handed and some right-handed clubs. Now, by the way, I did not even know this was going to happen, but this picture was put together. Will you please look at his feet in this picture? 
in the world, like you ever say, hey, let's take a picture. Do you know anybody? Anybody? He goes, yeah, let's take it. Who, who does that with their feet? Look at him. So anyway, we ended up settling on golf. And we picked golf because I'm busy and I knew he was going to lose. He knew he was going to lose. And so what we would do, what it was though, is it's five hours every weekend where I could be with my son. I'd caddy and he would play. And I could control the rejection, frankly, and what it meant. In baseball, you'd strike out and I'd always watch him walk back to the dugout and teammates didn't want to talk to him. They'd always put him out in right field. I remember he would drop a five. I remember some kids yelling at him. Come on, Max. And I'm his dad. I played college baseball. And so we picked golf. And where we moved, brilliant me, to the desert in La Quinta, the tour we played on was mainly professional golfers and their sons. And then me, who's tattooed and was pretty jacked. I was on a little, little creatine back in the day. And, uh, and um, dabbled in a little creatine there. And um, they would all come to the golf course like perfectly matched dressed. Ricky Fowler orange, Ricky Fowler orange, matching golf shoes, professional clubs. My kids rolling up, used golf clubs, some lefty, some righty. That was me dressed very well, but most days I was in a tank top and like Adidas pants. Many golf courses went to like, sir, you need to put a golf shirt on. I'm like, sure, what goes with Adidas sweatpants? I'm good with that. So we're playing in a tournament, and by the way, in your life, it only takes one moment to change your life. One day, one decision. Did I say that earlier? I think I did, yeah? I'll prove it to you. My son, when he would go to the golf course, he finished last in every tournament for three years. Not a little bit last, dead last. Every single tournament. So it got to the point where we didn't even care about that. I said, Max, this is all about fun. I know, Daddy. My son's the sweetest boy. Daddy, I know. So it's all about fun, Max. I know, Dad. We're having fun. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have fun. Right? He, he, he would literally get out of the car, and I'd go, Hey, well, you go warm up. Remember this, man. I won't love you anymore if you win, and I won't love you any less if you lose. He goes, I know, Daddy. Let's have fun. I'm like, Okay, buddy. And now I'm gonna go the next five hours, and we're gonna hit 110 shots against professional players and their kids. And I'm a competitive dude. It got to the point where when he would come home from the round of golf with his mom, his mom stopped asking him his score. It was just, did you have fun? Yeah, mama, we had so much fun, huh, daddy? We had a blast, man. And we did. And I was fine with that. My son will be successful in something else. And then one day we're playing. I'll clean up the version for you. We played nine holes. Max was in last place down by 13 shots to the second to last place. And that day we were behind because Max was playing so bad. He's such a sweet boy. Max will top one in the lake, hand you the cup, like, Daddy, it was fun, huh? I'm like, yeah, great, fun, Maximus. And then the other boys hit one down the middle. He's like, great shot, Jacob! You know, and the kids are looking at him like, dude, do you get the whole concept of this thing? You know? So this day we're down 13. We played nine holes. We're behind. And here's the deal. At the turn, you usually just grab a lunch and keep playing. Well, this day, like, the lunches were way down there, and the next tee box was over there, and we were way behind. So one of the dads, who was a pro player, says this, and our lives changed in an instant. There goes the other two boys. He goes, hey, boys, you guys go over there and hit your tee shot. Max, he'll go grab your lunch. He's out of it, and he doesn't give a crap. And I watched my son turn with his shoulders kind of hunched. I said, stop, I'll clean it up for you. A little creatine in my life at the time. I said, what did you just say to my son? Don't you ever speak to my son like, don't you ever disrespect my family. Don't ever talk to him like that again. 
I said, now listen to me. You guys go get that. I'm going to visit with Max for a minute. I'll grab the lunches. I need to talk to Max. Max is like, daddy. So they walk away. I said, come here. Come here. My son's never seen me like this. I said, get over here. Yeah, dad, we're having fun, right? Go, yeah, we're having freaking fun, Max. Come here. Get away. I got down right here and I grabbed him. I said, hey. We're going to fucking win today, Max. We're winning. Well, Daddy, what what were we supposed to have? I go, listen to me. Forget all that crap. (laughs) Winning is more fun than fun is fun. (laughs) He goes, huh? I go, Maximus, winning is way more fun than fun is fun. I go, do you have another shirt? He goes, yeah. I go, take this losing shirt off right now. Takes his shirt off, grabs the blue shirt, and I put it on him. And I triggered and anchored him. The things I teach everyone else, I'm now finally doing with my son. I said, Max, we're going to win in this shirt. This, you know, Tiger wears red, we're wearing blue. These dudes are going to be crying tears when we're done. We're going to win today, Max. I said, now listen to me. Everything changes right now. You don't take any practice swings. No more goofing around. And number two, I pick the club and I tell you where to hit it. You got it? I'm going to give you specific instructions. We're not playing anymore, Max. We're winning. <laughs> okay, Daddy. And I'll take this driver, no practice swing, go smack it. I'll grab the damn lunches. And I watched my son... My only son, I love him more than life. If he killed somebody, I'd help him bury the body, right? And now I'm walking to get the lunches. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get killed, number one. Number two, I may have an assault charge. And third, my son's terrified. So I grab the lunches. As I'm doing it, I'm watching him try to tee up. He's so uncoordinated, my God. Like, normally if you play golf, well, you just tee the ball up, right? Any of you that play golf. My kid is still at this stage where he's like trying to get on the, you know what I mean? Like, finally, gets up, doesn't take a practice swing, and hits it down the middle. And I see it, and I'm walking like, thank you, Lord, right? And so this is actually, by the way, it's an interesting thing. This was my son warming up with the gray shirt on. If I can go there, guys, you can click. We have that. He actually has a really good swing. Nothing wrong with his swing. It was always mental. It was always mindset. Thanks to me. Let me tell you why. I felt like if we didn't try real hard, it wouldn't hurt when we lost. If we didn't care about winning so deeply, the pain of losing wouldn't be so bad, if I'm being honest. I was scared. He wasn't good enough. Sound familiar? I was scared he just wasn't good enough. And so he hits it down the middle, and I walk up. I go, hey, how was that shot? He goes, it was good. And he hands me, and I'm grabbing his shoulder when we're walking down the fair. I'm like, we're going to win today, Max. Okay, Dad. No, we're going to win today, Max. We get up there. I go, hey, no, I've never done this before in our whole career. I go, hey, no practice swing. You got 110 yards, hit an eight iron, 10 feet left of the hole. I've never given him specific outcomes. He gets up, no practice swing. Hits it about 20 feet left of the hole. I go, good shot, Max. He goes, thanks, Dad. Hands me the club. I go, how'd that feel? He goes, it felt good. I go, let's go. We're walking up. We're going to win. We're going to win. We get to the green, and usually Max would walk up like putt, you know. I'm like, Max, do like the other guys. Line the putt up. Oh, okay, Dad. And he just kind of does this BS. We have no idea what we're looking at. Kind of look at the putt. Neither one of us have any idea. None whatsoever. Looks at the putt. He goes, hey, Dad, I think it's like two feet downhill, left to right. I go, that's exactly what I see, pal. Do it. No idea. Takes that little putter back. Bam, dunks it for a birdie. Yeah, baby! I go, hey, they bogeyed, man. We're only down 11. 
Let's go. He goes, all right, Dad. Walk up to the next tee box and go, hey, par five. Let's do this thing, man. Par five. Uh, hit me a driver down the middle. Okay, no practice swing. It's a good ball down the middle. Now, all of a sudden, he kind of twirls the club back at me a little bit. <laughs> like, how'd that feel? He goes, so good, Dad. And now he's not walking with me down the fairway. He's walking with the other boys. And they're talking golf. My son's there. Hey, guys, so, like, I'm playing TaylorMade. You, like, Callaway, like... What kind of glove you guys wear? I'm looking, I'm looking at, you know, I'm doing some video training right now. No, that's not true at all. But now he's kind of in the move. You know what I mean? Kind of feels like he's part of it. Gets down there, it's a par five. I say, hey, Max, we're hitting a three. Dad, I go, hey, hey, you listen to me. We're hitting a three wood. You got a lake in the front of the green, 220. You got to smoke this thing. My son's never hit a three wood 220 in his life. The other two boys lay up because it's a ridiculous shot to attempt, but we're down by 11 shots. We got to go for it. So my son takes the club back, and any good story, there's a little Jesus involved. So as, as Max is getting ready to hit the ball, I'm like, Lord, please, please. Like, I will stop doing like 25% of all the bad things I do instantly if this thing will land on the green. I mean, like right now. And he takes the club back, and it's in the air, and I'm full back into like Catholic mode. Hail Mary, I'm doing sign of the cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And the thing is flying to the green. There's a brick wall in front of the green, and it hits the wall. Hey, yeah. And shoots straight up in the air. And lands on the green. And rolls to about two and a half inches from the hole. I go, yeah, Max. He goes, Dad. I go, how'd that feel? He goes, great. And he hands me the club. Now I'm watching him walk down the fairway. He's like, what's up? What's up? Like total, total swagger. Because by the way, the difference between people that win and lose is they get a little momentum. They get a little momentum. And they become superhuman. Momentum's a magnifier. We get up there, he taps in for an eagle. Hey, dude, we're down nine. We're down nine. We got seven holes left. I'll fast forward to you to the 18th hole. 18th hole. We're down one. Numb nuts and his kid are in first. Let's do this. Let's do this. Max, smack this driver, baby, right down to us. About 100 degrees out that day in the desert. My son does what I told him not to do. Takes a practice swing. By the way, my son covers this story on my podcast if you think there's even a slight exaggeration. My son takes the practice swing I told him not to take and throws his club in the lake. It slipped out of his hands. Helicopters into the middle of the lake. My uncoordinated ass son finally has the chance to win a golf tournament and he, on the most important shot of his life, throws the club in the lake. True story. He goes, oh, daddy, I'm so sorry. It's all right, buddy. Power of one more club. Hit the friggin' three-way. There you go. And he hits it pretty well, right down the middle. We're walking up, and it's him and Jacob. And I hear Jacob, numb nuts dad, go, hey, Jacob, there's a lake in front of the green. Don't hit it in the lake. Max, get your ass over here. Come here, come here, come here. Max, Max. Jacob's going to hit it in the lake. You never tell someone what not to do, son. Sure enough, Jacob dunks it in the lake. I go, Max, let's go. Let's go, baby. All these years, last place. All these years. Hit this eight iron. You got a buck 05. Hit an eight iron 10 feet left of the hole. And he does. Jacob's so good, he holds out from the other side of the lake. So here's the deal. Max has about 10 feet. If he makes it, we win. If he two putts, we go to a playoff with numb nuts and his kid. 
If he three putts, we lose. And then he does his normal, now very good at the BS reading of the putt thing. Hey, Dad, I got this thing. And my stupid butt goes, Max, it's a little downhill. Don't hit it too far past the hole. My son, who's never even tried to win until that one moment, says, no, 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 Daddy, Daddy, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it. We're going to win. I go, do it. Does his little BS read, and our life's about to change. Literally, in one moment, my son's life changed. Takes that putter back, my little precious boy. Dunk makes it. I'm carrying him around the green. We're celebrating like we won the damn Masters, man. They're looking at us like, by the way, I'll show you. Look at him with his blue shirt on afterwards. How happy is that face? Right? So, so hey. I'm carrying him around the green. How you like that, numb nuts? There you go. That guy's actually won an actual professional tournament, and I'm acting like a fool on the La Quinta 12-year-old open, right? But something happened. Something happened that day. By the way, how uncoordinated is my kid? Just look at the picture. You imagine LeBron with the NBA trophy or Jordan? Only my dude, man. Only my dude. Guess what happened? You want to know what happened? He won 23 tournaments in a row. The, yeah. Then, then he, <laughs> it was player of the year. And then he lost, he was like third, and then he won 16 more. Same kid, same swing, different mindset. Now he's competing. Now he's competing. Now it matters. See, this shift in your life needs to be, you need to compete. You need to take it seriously. It needs to matter. Where your family name is matters. You're representing your family. Where you rank, where you, what you're capable of. You doing something great. You being the one matters. Well, here he is. This is that day he shot 64. I'm on a lot of creatine in that one. Um, uh, I mean, like a lot. Uh, uh, this is him signing his college golf scholarship. Right? And so, how do you do that? How somebody go for years after years after years after years of losing and then total domination? Because your past does not disqualify you. In a matter of one moment, one decision, one day, one account, one client, one meeting, one speaker, your life changes. Big thanks to Ed Milet for stopping by. Now, later on in the clip, he talks about how that one moment that he had with his son actually catapulted him to win 23 out of his next 27 tournaments. And I really hope that the story inspired you to look at some times in your life that that could have happened, or maybe sometime in the future when it does happen, that also, that also can catapult you to really tap into that untapped potential that you have within yourself to do something great. So again, big thanks to Ed Milet for stopping by. His website is edmilet.com. That is also his Instagram and his YouTube. His latest book, which was released sometime earlier this year, is entitled The Power of One More, The Ultimate Guide to Happiness and Success. And as I mentioned in the intro, he has a podcast, a top podcast rather, um, that is entitled The Ed Milet Show. And if you'd like to check out the last time we had him featured on the show, you can go back and check out episodes 461 and 349. And I'll have all the links to connect with him and his work 
along with all the great things that he's putting out into the world. They will all be in the show description below so you can go and check that out. All right. That is a wrap for me. If you're liking the show, please give it a follow, a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. As always, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I appreciate you and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.